some of the things that best-selling authors are doing. And the first is, is you're publishing a lot. You know, you're publishing a lot out there. You, you're pushing a lot of content out there. But the second piece is that short is the new long. Welcome to your personal branding podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive, your number one career and business podcast in Ghana, bringing you expert interviews and insights into personal branding, personal development, and publishing. Now, here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. Well, welcome to another edition of your personal branding podcast show, and I'm excited about this particular edition because it's a pleasure for me to host Penny Sansevieri, and we've heard Sandy means without fear. So looking at a woman of this nature, she's without fear. Penny, you're welcome to the personal branding podcast show. Thank you for so much for inviting me to be on. I appreciate it. It's a pleasure. I treasure. Thank you. Penny is a CEO and founder of Auto Marketing Experts. He's a best-selling author and internationally recognized book marketing and media relations expert. New York Times best-selling all that. So today it's a pleasure hosting you, Penny Sansevieri. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be on the show. It's a, it, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan, actually. Awesome. Penny, as an expert in um, relations and, uh, and book marketing experts, we won't delve into the subject of book marketing, publishing, and branding, how they are, these, these are related to. Yeah. But before we delve into all these details, we just want to know who Penny really is from your background till now. Well, I mean, I think that I am... Um, gosh, who am I? That's such that. That's such a great question to start with. You know, I'm an entrepreneur. I think first and foremost, um, and I'm an author. And and because of that, I feel like um, this mission that I'm on is really important mm. because you know there are four thousand probably more books published every single day in this country, and people really, Bernard, you know, people really have a story to tell. And I think that's important. And I've been doing this for 14 years. So um, I guess in a sense, helping people tell their stories, which is really honored to be in this place. Well, 14 years. I didn't, I, I, I didn't even thought of writing a book 14 years back then. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting from how far you've come with this. Too. So let's look at the changing trends of uh, publishing from from traditional publishing now, a lot of attention is moving towards digital publishing landscape. A uh, little bit of a background study with all that you've gone through for the past 14, 15 years in, in your field. Yeah. So, uh, well, the changes have been phenomenal. Um, I mean, 14 years ago when I was in business, it was not very cool to be self-published. Now self-publishing is really the new black. So... Um, there is, you know, so it's become a much more acceptable way, <clears throat> excuse me, of getting your book out there. And that's has been a big change. That's been a sea change. And the reason that that has really affected us is because we've seen a lot more visibility for these self-published books because the acceptance level has grown so much. Um, <clears throat> the other thing that has changed has been how we promote books. I mean, you know, we were one of the first companies to promote um, independently published authors. And um, that in and of itself has changed drastically because the attention for these books was minimal at best. 
um, 14 years ago, because again, people judge this book by, oh, well, you're self-published. Nobody, you know, you must not have any interest for your book or your book must not be good enough. And that's all really changed. So we've seen books, self-published books that have been on major bestseller lists and have been in major publications. And so that's a really, really positive change for these authors. Well, uh, firstly, I say kudos to you and your company uh, for helping exposing in independent or, or self-published authors for, to be able to also have a ground or say in terms of book publishing. And that's, that's, that's good too. Yes. Now let's look at, yeah. let's look at strategies in book marketing. Uh, what's, where do one start from in marketing a book, especially a digital published book? Where do we start from? Uh, from except from your book, how do I sell books in a truckloads? How do I do that? Well, I think that the first thing that you have to really start with is, um, you know, you have to realize that you, um, have to be actively engaged in your own success. And I, that, what that means is that means that you have to be doing some stuff on your own, whatever that is. Maybe it's blogging, maybe it's being on Facebook. It's, it's, you know, just, you, you need to own your success. And, and I, I start with that because I know it's sort of, you know, people go, well, okay, we know, we know we have to be involved. But funny is a lot of people really don't. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people get into this and think, well, I didn't realize this was going to be so much work. Well, it's a business. It's a business like any other business. And it, it is, you know, it is a lot of work. And even though, you know, we, and, and we can certainly talk about Amazon optimization, which is a really big thing right now. Mm-hmm. Amazon optimization is good. Um, you know, uh, Doing aggressive internet marketing campaigns is really good, but nothing is going to be an instant fix. So not one thing is going to help you to be successful. You know, you want to find a variety of things and they don't necessarily have to cost you a lot of money, but they do have to be effective because the goal to making sales is to getting exposure. And authors think of this in reverse. They think that What's going to get me sales? And that's really the wrong question to, to ask because mm. it's not one thing. It's many things. It's repeated exposure. Do, do, do you see what I mean? Mm. Mm. Oh. So it's a different way. So it's a different way of thinking. It's sort of like, so, you know, Bernard, I talk about Amazon optimization. I talk about, okay, here's how you optimize your page on Amazon. So, you know, you do keywords, you do categories, you do this and that. And that is great. But if you're optimizing your page on Amazon and you're just sort of sitting, waiting around for, um, you know, this is you're just sitting around waiting for something to happen. Well, then I think you're going to be, you know, unhappy. Sit down there forever for people to come and buy without showing up. For people, yeah, you know what? Look at it's not the field of dreams because you wrote it doesn't mean that that people are going to be to pass to your door. And I think it's important. To, to lead with that because so many books, um, get, you know, stay, um, sort of living in obscurity. And that's kind of sad because, you know, we put a lot of effort into our books and they are for 99.9% of us, they are an absolute labor of love. Mm-hmm. So you want to put that, you know, put that effort in there and, and make that, you know, get it in front of people and, and, you know, give the book some legs and see what it, see what it will do. Well, I, I want us to uh, delve into a, a little bit into the 
Amazon optimization, and that is really one of the trends so far because there are, there are a lot of publishing platforms, but that's one of the places, I mean, the, the largest bookstore in the world you can think of. Now, let's look at Alta has a book published now on Amazon currently. The person didn't need to do a good pre-launch or launch. At this moment, what are the few steps to help such an author or person to be able to uh, maximize the use of Amazon optimization to help sell books? Well, the um, so the Amazon optimization. Now, let me let me back up a little bit by saying that um, um, SEO Moz, which is a very geek, um, which is a very geek site, <laughs> and they talk about you know Google algorithms and things like that. They actually did an article on Amazon optimization, and their um, their response to what they found was that an, as an author, you really don't care about ranking on Google. You want to rank Amazon. on Amazon because, if, yeah, because if you want to be found, you've got to, you know, you've got to make, um, you've got to be, be visible there and not just be visible by throwing up a book and hoping for the best, but be really visible. So the first step on that is finding your keywords. And I'll tell you a little secret about keywords. Mm-hmm. So. When you set up your account with Amazon, whether your publisher sets it up or you set it up, you are allowed seven keywords. But the thing is, is that you are allowed seven keyword strings, and that's the difference. People typically do not search by single keyword. So mm-hmm. if you're looking for a book, let's say, on um mysteries, right? You're looking for a mystery novel. You're probably not just going to go into Amazon and type in mystery because then God knows what you'll get, right? <laughs> You're going to probably type in, you know, maybe political thriller or something along those lines. And that's where as authors, we need to start thinking about how are people really searching for our, our books? You know, so for a business book, as an example, um, most people aren't just going to pop in, and especially for a business book, aren't going to pop in to go, you know, to Amazon and just type in business. So think about keyword strings, and you're allowed up to seven of them. So that's the first piece that you should be looking at. Um, the second is the categories. So your categories on Amazon, you're allowed to have two categories. And what I suggest, and I actually just put a blog post up on our website today about some more category, Amazon category information. Um, you're allowed to have two broad categories. And what you want to do is you want to find a narrow category within those two broad categories. So, for example, um, you maybe you have a book on business um you know, business lifestyle. And this could be, you know, business lifestyle could be anything from how to dress for success to time management. So the further that you can, the more narrow that you can get within that category. Um, for example, there's a category on Amazon that has, that is under business and it is um, work-life balance, which you could put goal setting. You could put any of these things oh. under there. Um, and that. Um, category only has 132 other books in it. Now, the reason I mention that is because there are over 4 million books on Amazon. Mm. So to find a category that has so few books in it um, is really very, you know, can be very important to your success because Mm. if you hit number one in that category, 
um, you will, um, you know, you'll, Amazon will notice you and you'll help to trigger the algorithms. So the categories, the keywords, and also the reviews that you get on Amazon help to trigger the, help to trigger the algorithms. Okay, so you mentioned three most important things now. Now, as, as one, you talk about uh, keywords, not just keywords, but keyword strengths, which is very important. Mm-hmm. The seven keywords that Amazon provide for us to enter, so keyword strengths that we need to look at. Too. And the second most important is the, the category you place your book into. So you might want to boil down to a selling category or where you have minimum number of people because there are lots of uh, books on Amazon that people are looking for. And the third you mentioned is the book reviews. Yes. Yes. The book reviews. So here's a little trick to get more to, to get more reviews. First off, obviously, you want to continually pitch your book out to um, to reviewers. That's you don't ever really want to stop with that. That's important. Um, but you can also make your book work for you. So we encourage our authors to put a letter in the back of the book to encourage readers to review the book or to write to the author or something like that, right? So encourage some type of action, whatever that action is for you. And when we've done this, we also will use it in conjunction with free. So we are, um, so we're doing a freebie promotion, let's say on, um, you know, on Amazon, we're doing, we're using KDP Select, Kindle Direct Publishing Select, and we're doing a freebie promotion. And then that letter is in the back of all these books and encourages readers that look at, I'd really love a review or reach out to me or something. Um, it takes some type of action. And that has been, we had one book actually that went from 20 reviews to over 200 reviews in less than a month because wow. of that letter. Yeah. So, so, and, and the thing about it is that a lot of authors don't realize and think, well, that's not going to work for me. Well, you may not see those numbers, but you might, you might see more. Mm-mm. Readers typically don't know how important their opinion is when it comes to book reviews. And I have seen this so many times and I've actually talked to readers and reader groups and I've said, you know, I know you love reading books. How many books have you reviewed? And if they've read, you know, 50 books, they've reviewed Maybe one of them. <laughs> so really engaging with your reader and also building your fan club, because we all know that, that, that the problem with Amazon is that they don't release any of this information as to who's bought your book. Mm, yeah. But if you can get a certain number of people to write you who are seriously engaged with your message, then you can start to build your email list. Well, that's critical. <laughs> One of the things was uh, amazingly sometimes I find on Amazon is I could see a book with about three reviews or even sometimes one, but ranking very high in the search, in search keywords and even the best last titles. How does that happen? It could be, there could be a number of reasons. So it could be that they are doing a, um, so, so, so here's something to keep in mind with regards to the, um, um, with regards to the sales rank, the sales rank on Amazon is not, does not have a direct correlation with the amount of books sold. So it does, it, you know, you will, if your sales rank is, you know, one as opposed to one million, obviously you're going to be selling some books, <laughs> but there I've watched, we've had a number of books and I've looked at the sales rank number and how many books that they've sold. And it varies by a number of things. So it varies by the category that you're in. So for example, if you're in a super busy category, like let's say romance 
right? Contemporary romance and your sales rank is 10,000. You are probably um, selling fewer books than some guy with a sales rank of 10,000 who's in, um, you know, who has a book on underwater basket weaving or something that's super niche. So, so it also varies depending on your, um, it also depends, depend, depending on the genre that you're in, depending on how cluttered your category is. So that's the first thing to keep in mind. The second is, is if you drive a lot of eyes to that Amazon page, it will, um, it will affect your sales rank, but it won't necessarily affect your sales. So if you're seeing books with three reviews and very low sales ranks, it may be because they're driving people to that Amazon page by doing some sort of promotion, but it doesn't necessarily mean that people are actually buying the book. It, it could it could mean that, but it may not. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's that's. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, right. That as that. Uh, so the, these are some of the things you one can tweak or use to optimize. Any any other more uh, tips on helping uh, authors sell books by truckloads? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that the, the keywords. I will tell you something. The keywords will make a huge difference, and um, that's the first thing. The second, and and I have a lot of this information also on the website um, because the. Um, you know, with with screenshots and things like that. So just know that there is some there's some backup to all of this. But the second piece of this is going to be the themes. Now, Amazon is rolling out something called themes. And right now they have it. They have rolled this out across um, uh, fiction. But they are going to be rolling this out across nonfiction. And basically what themes are is they are um, elements of your book that readers search on. So, for example, in fiction, um, when you're talking about, let's say, thriller, um, some readers might be searching on um, some readers might be searching on serial killer or something, right? And so that becomes then a theme, or for another in, a, in another way to put it, is a keyword. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So that's the other thing that that um, that listeners really need to know is that there are a couple of different facets of that now to you're you you know you're probably going to have some people that are listening thinking well how do i get it into my amazon page let me explain that to you if you have an amazon account hmm. there is a back end to amazon that you gain access to that back end is where you load it loaded up your book and where you loaded up your book cover and all of that and that's where you go to make these changes now um, if you have a publisher, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to research these keyword strings and you're going to want to send this to your publisher and have them do it for you. So that's so that's the you know, that's where you're you know, where you're going to access question, that now. Put here, please, before you continue, oh. how do one do a keyword research for his book? Well, I mean, I think that what you what you really want to do for keyword with regards to keyword research is that you want to look at um, how people are searching on um, how people are searching on your particular um, on your particular topic. And we use a site called Uber Suggest, which is U-B-E-R suggest.org. And I love it. Oh. It's a great site. Um, and you, you really just want to get, you want to go on there and put in your one keyword. So let's say it's business and finance and you'll get a sense of how people are searching on Google. 
and that's a start that that's a good way to start the um that's a good way to start your research that's a good way to start um digging in to try and figure out where your um where your how your readers are searching on on Amazon wow great i had dr Pakofi, he asked a question there. What are some of the innovative ways that one can use to sell more hard copy books in relation to uh, digital books? Yeah, that's that really is going to depend on what the book is about. And I, um, we don't necessarily specialize in one format over another. But I will say that I think that you're better off. I mean, you know, depending on what your deal is with your with your ebook. Um, you know, who's, who's, um, who's published it and how much, you know, how much you get. Most authors will make more money selling their ebook. You'll make more money. Yeah. You'll make more money selling the ebook rather than selling the hardcover. Now, again, this is, there's a lot of backstory here because I don't really know how he printed his book. So if, if it's print on demand, I would imagine that the hardcover is pretty pricey because it's a print on demand is a great, has been a great solution for publishing, but it's also more expensive to print that way. Oh. So, so that's where I'm, that's kind of where I think that it's, you know, it's, it's hard to know or it's hard to, to, um, advise him exactly, but I'll tell you something. And I, and I would say this, unless your market is really not at all digital friendly, which I find that to be rare, I would really focus on, I would very much focus on, on digital. Oh, so the future is, the future is basically digital. The future, yeah, the future is digital. Now that doesn't necessarily say, and you know, the other thing is the future is also audiobooks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the future is also audiobooks. And, and I've been, I'm actually working on an article with audible.com and ACX, which is the um, Amazon arm of Audible to sort of convert your book to an, an audiobook. And both of these are, I mean, audiobooks are just, they're a great, great, great resource. Um, and they are, they're going to be, you know, they're, they're going to start to, I think you're going to start to see a lot of changes in audio, meaning how many people are doing them and the exposure that they're getting and things like that. Uh, Cynthia Donia, she's asking that, start, how can one start marketing an uncompleted book? How can one start marketing an uncompleted yeah. book? Well, um, I think that you should, um, I mean, I think that you could start ne- not necessarily marketing that book, but building your platform. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay, great. So, hey, Cynthia, start building your platform because before your book is ready. What are, what are some of the things that you might want to advise them to do now concerning your book marketing um, preparations and exposure? Well, I mean, I think that um, the first is you want to identify your market. First and foremost, you want to identify your market and you want to figure out what social media sites that you should be on. Um, the other thing to know is I think it's important to know some of the some of the things that best selling authors are doing. And the first is, is you're publishing a lot. You know, you're publishing a lot out there. You, you're pushing a lot of content out there. But the second piece is that short is the new long. So shorter books are actually getting as much, um, shorter books are getting as much attention as longer ones. And it's easier to fill the shelf, quote unquote, with your books if you're publishing 
you know, if you're publishing shorter. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's, I think that's really the, the, you know, first and foremost, um, where you, you know, where you want to, you want to look at, you want to look at publishing a lot, consider, you know, even like, for example, if you're publishing one long book, consider taking some white papers or um, other content that you've written and putting it together in a book. So as an example, I have a book that's called Red Hot Internet Publicity, and then I have a second one called How to Sell Books by the Truckload on Amazon. And the second book, the Amazon book, is actually only 72 pages, and it outsells the Red Hot book, like 15 to 1. And I wow. think it's because people really, yeah, I think because people really like, I think people want that short bite of information just to um, read it and move on. Do you know what I mean? Um, and and it's not to say that the Red Hot book, which is 200 and some odd pages, isn't going to continue to do well. In fact, we're updating it right now for a release next year. But I think that people do want that, you know, I think that mixture is, is pretty healthy. So that the short short combined with new long. The other thing that authors should consider is you always want to have something for free. Mm. So have something free, whether it's on your website, whether it's a, a, you know, a tip sheet, whether it's a workbook, whatever that is, um, is, you know, I think those are, um, those are some really important tools. And those are some of the things that I'm seeing best-selling authors using is, you know, publishing, Using free as a good, as a great sales tool and, um, you know, shorter, shorter content. Okay. So shorter content, uh, free is a new, uh, as a new way to also get a mass people to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think it's to, to build also your, your mailing list too. Yeah. Absolutely. And it build, yeah, it does, you know, cause you really want to build your mailing list. I mean, I think that's, I think that's crucially important. A question. Some of the, he start, he's published two books on Amazon. He has no mailing list. What should he do now? Okay, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked that. So you have no mailing list. Now is a really good time. If you have an ebook, let me tell you a little secret about an mm-hmm. ebook. If you have an, have an ebook, it's really, really easy to update that ebook to include a letter in the back of the book that has, um, you know, your contact information. So, hey, thank you so much for reading. I'd love for you to connect with me. Blah blah. That's the first thing that you can do. You crack open that ebook. It's super easy to do. I don't. I don't actually do that, but I have somebody that that does it. Mm. Um, you crack open that ebook, and you add that letter to the back of the book, and you add it. You put it back on Amazon, and it doesn't. You, it doesn't take the book down off of Amazon. You just replace the the book interior, the ebook interior. So that's the first thing. Put that book to work for you. The second is is put a newsletter sign up on your website and give people something to get something. So give them an ethical bribe. And I will tell <laughs> you that ethical bribes have changed over the years because it used to be that you could give people, oh, just give them a chapter of my book and it'll be fine. And that's actually not true as much anymore um, because you really want to, you know, you want to upgrade that. You want to maybe give them a workbook or give them um, you know, give them something that is more substantial. So I think between those two things and, you know, just make sure that your website, you know, that your, um, you know, just mm-hmm. make sure that your website is doing what it is supposed to do. In other words, mm-hmm. that it is um, con- converting people. 
I think that, that that might be a whole new topic altogether, looking at how you can uh, create. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know, because we're getting to the end of the show. I'm, and I'm happy to, to talk about website conversion because I think that's a, um, um, in another, you know, in another topic, because I think that's a, that's a, that's a big deal that many authors sort of struggle with. Mm-hmm. I think that that's so true for most authors, so true for most authors. And what are two main things that you, you see authors repeatedly keep on making those two mistakes most authors keep on making repeatedly and what are the fixes now i think that authors i think the the one mistake that authors make or maybe the biggest mistake that authors make is um that they're that they're not prepared for you know to do marketing for their own book not having a bad book cover, not researching their market enough, not treating it like a business. And I think all of this falls under the umbrella of not treating it like a business. Mm. So those are the, yeah, those are what, that's what I see. Mm, okay, great. What will be your final actionable three tips for authors on Amazon now who aren't selling books? Okay. The first, I think the first tip is going to be, um, Find the keywords for your book. Find the keywords for your book. I think that if that is, if you change that, I think that's going to, that's going to change a lot of things for you. So find the keywords for your book. Use the keywords on the back end. Use them also in the book description. Okay. So, um, that's the first thing. I think the second is going to be the categories. So do some category research. Figure out what categories that the book should actually be in and make sure that it's a, a narrow enough category to get some, you know, to get to get some attention for the book. Um, and I think the final is, is, you know, reach out and, and get some reviews and look at I would love to get, you know, top Amazon reviewers to review all of my books. But these folks are awesome and they're busy. Mm. So make readers a part of your outreach as well. Oh, make readers part of your outreach. So these are the three things that an author need to do to... Mm-hmm. To get their book scaling up, or to sell like I like the title of your book, to sell a, a truckload of books. To sell a truckload, <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, what are some of the resources that we can get from uh, Penny? And uh, you know, I've already subscribed to your website and newsletter, so I get every now and then when you release them. So I'm grateful. So, what other resources can listeners grab from you, your books and other materials? Well, we have a uh, we have an Amazon checklist. Um, that, that you can get and that information is on our website so you can go to amarketingexpert.com and troll around on the blog because there's a lot of information in fact that article today about the Amazon categories is up there um, and that just I think that just went live yesterday so you can take a look at that and that also links to other Amazon articles as well as the um, uh, as well as the um, as well as the checklist. So you can get all information just by just by going there. Okay, great. Now, Penny, thank you so much for this information that you shared with us and all the listeners. I always ask my guest this particular question. What will be your billion-dollar advice to the world? My billion-dollar advice? Wow. You know what? I'll tell you something, Bernard. I was really lucky to be able to do... To, to do this, uh, to do this luck. And I happened into this business very accidentally. Um, and you can read about that a little bit on, on the website. I mean, I was laid off twice in one year. What, the first time when the CEO was laid off and the second time when they closed the business. And that was the worst and the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh. And I w- have been able for the last 14 years to do what I love. 
And I think that that's really, you know, doing what you love mm. sounds a little bit like, oh, I'm just going to go paint on the streets of Paris. But <laughs> it can be it can be profitable. It can be rewarding in many ways other than just, you know, making money and keeping the lights on. And I think that's really the big thing. And if you want to write a book, you should write the write the book that you want to read. That's 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 the big thing. I mean, I'm I'm like I said, I'm extremely lucky. We have some amazing authors that we work with. Um, and I get to do really great things, I think. And so that would be that would be my advice. I don't know if it'll change the world, but maybe it'll change a few lives. If you change one person, it can change the world. I believe so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. It's been insightful having with you you on yes, the show absolutely. for all these minutes, and I appreciate your time and all the resources you shared so far. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I had a great time. I had a really great time. Thanks for inviting me to be on. As a pleasure, I treasure. Hey, thanks for listening. I want you to go to Amazon.com and get my latest book on personal branding. That is Rebrand, the ultimate guide to personal branding. Get a copy for yourself and for someone else. The book is Rebrand, the ultimate guide to personal branding. The best is yours.